going to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. Well, hello and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour uh, on a Thursday night. It's a special Thursday night. What have I talked about this week? Oh, I had Mondays with Troy and we talked about our first dates with some lovely ladies and I didn't kiss her. Uh, we talked about all the people we met on the cruise and playing sexy MF by Prince on that. Got a little deep there at the end. And I talked about neutering all politicians and saving goat yoga. What a travesty it is that D.C. shutting it down. I talked with Emily Hayes last night, old lady Hayes, about, well, I think I'm turning into a woman, but I don't think I actually am. It's just, you know, I'm just talking out loud. And tonight, I have my roommate, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Joey. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You had today off, right? Yes, I had today off, but I'm also a college student as well. Yes. So I had class today and did that. And that that was actually my last class before the Thanksgiving break. Economics or public speaking? Or? Uh, well, this class was economics. Okay. So You had to give us a few speeches for your public speaking class. Yeah, and that was over the summer. And mm-hmm. it was an online public speaking course. That's weird. Yeah, so like I disagreed with it on principle <laughs> um but i still did it anyways yeah. i mean the entire class took like three weeks out of the summer so yeah what are you gonna do yeah and you got the it? you passed you got the oh, grade oh yeah you yeah, got the grade, you got the credits, and it worked. Well, my public speaking class at Auburn was a joke, even though it was in person. Right. It's like tonight. We're going to sit here, and we're going to talk for probably like 40-something minutes. Mm-hmm. A little over, you know, about 48 to be exact. And uh, we have no real plans. We've talked no. about it. Yeah, we talked a very, very little about it, and it was kind of like... Let's just wing it. Just wing it, yeah. Yeah. You don't I mean, need all this outlines and bullet points and everything. You're gonna, just have a conversation. Hell, we've known each other for like, what, over 20 years? Yeah. When were you, Did you go to kindergarten yes. at St. Pete? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel old. Me too. We've known each other since we were five. Dang. That is insane. Now, how is the, uh, since you were home, Red and Fuzzy Big Booty Buddha doing Mr. Gimli? Um, he still won't come up on my couch. Hmm. Even though I've, you know, continued to attempt to bribe him. Uh, like, I know the last few times I've cooked bacon. I'm like, hey, Gimli, you want some bacon? A little slice? Yeah, you want a little slice of bacon? He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, all right, well, follow me. And uh, so I go, go into, like, my front part of the house. Yeah, your front area. Yeah, my front area. And... Uh, so I'm like, all right, Gimli, and and he'll follow me until that little circular air, area rug. Yeah, and you know, like he just like won't go past it. It's like an imaginary line. Same thing. He won't go into Andrew's room or yeah. other roommate. He he won't go up the stairs, so he won't go in my room because I have yeah. a few three four steps up into my yeah what somebody called the Anne Frank room, and then I realized how offensive that is. 
It's like, what is uh, wrong with that person? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it is kind of like an attic. Yeah, it is uh, all wood paneling from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. it's yeah. If I decked it out, it could be kind of like uh, Leon Phelps or played from The Ladies' Man. Yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, uh, I just got a call there. We were trying to do some show prep, mm-hmm. but a call from Rooster. Rooster. And he was calling me and said, you're thinking about getting a cat? I have like 30 kittens, but they're country-raised cats, so you don't yeah. let them outside. They'll get hit by a car. I'm, yeah. I don't know. What do you think as a roommate? Should I bring a cat in the house with the whole Gimli situation? Well, I mean, with Gimli, though, I mean, Gimli, like, it takes a bit. For, you know, Gimli to, to warm up to him. Yeah, we babied him too much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough call. Yeah, we have to talk about it. Yeah, we would have to talk about it more because I have a feeling... Uh, because Gimli, he doesn't know his own size. He doesn't. He does not know his own size. So, like, what could be, like, a playful nip could be, like... A bite into the cat's jugular and just... We don't want that. No, I no. don't want cat blood on my hands. Well, no. I don't want any blood on my hands. Well, yeah, but, I mean, because since it would be your cat, you you would have to clean it up? Or or, yeah, or, or would Will clean it up because it's Gimli, because he's Gimli's dad? Yeah, I mean, you're, we're already playing into one of my fears, too, about getting a pet or committing to anything. Right. It's like it'll eventually go away. Right. I have a problem with loss. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back. All right. On, uh, you know, that was a very uh, serious topic, but uh, I've been telling folks, and you heard the show mm-hmm. where I essentially said everybody wanted to watch Mamma Mia and yes. the, the ABBA thing. Now, I didn't realize, because you did say to Andrew, how long has it been since you've watched Mamma Mia, did you not? I did ask him that. Okay. Now, I did ask him that, but... I did not say, hey, let's watch Mamma Mia. We should watch Mamma Mia. You weren't the one who said that. No, that was all Andrew. You were just... And where is Andrew tonight? <sighs> I, I wanted him here because yeah. we did watch Mamma Mia this Saturday, yeah. past Saturday. And he was supposed to be here for a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's with his girlfriend. He's with his girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently that's more important than reviewing Mamma Mia. Yeah, apparently so. Apparently. Well, we did watch Mamma Mia. We did. My first blush of the movie is like, this is way too happy and bright. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It was the happiest, uh, most expensive episode of Maury <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, because the premise is, is the daughter uh, is... Going to get married soon. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. The daughter is going to get married literally the next day. And she sends, she gets a hold of her mom's diary, which details her mom's sex life. And she's giddy reading she, it. Like, okay, so first off, she had the complete 180 reaction if I found my parents' sex diary. My reaction would have been, I'm going to burn this entire house down. <laughs> Um, like, no, I'm going to burn this down. I'm and... not making anything in the kitchen again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You and... did what when I went into the Navy? What? I need a new bed. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and luckily I never had that moment where you catch your parents in the middle of the deed. Uh, yeah, I. luckily I haven't. Yeah. But unfortunately my sister has. Oh, 
And um, she she told me and my brother mm-hmm. about it, and we're like, no, stop talking, stop, stop, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're like, why, like, like, why tell us? We don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't, that. don't just no, stop right no, there. No, just, just stop. So unlike us, the main characters getting married like the next day finds the mom played by Meryl Streep's uh, diary, yes. and it's about this summer. Uh, about the time when she was conceived. Like, like 20 years ago. And there were three guys that summer. Three. Mm-hmm. And the girl sends invites to all three of the guys. Now, how she found their contact information, yep. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but the fact that she did that on a lovely island in Greece, which I assume has very little... Um, you know, internet connectivity. Right. Um, I mean, just just looking at, you know, the, the architecture there and, well, and, and the of, amenities that in, they have. And in the middle of a conversation, they'll just start singing. But then I'm, yeah. oh, well, well. I mean. It's not realistic at all. What do you mean? I do that all the time. You just start singing in the middle of conversation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, bust out into like a little flash mob dance dance routine too from time to time. Yeah, and, and so this movie is continuing. The three guys that show up, one's Colin Firth, one's Pierce Bronson. And the other's uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in Thor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The fir- yeah He's the, first the crazy Thor. doctor or the real smart doctor. Yeah, insane. yeah opposite of Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. So he's the character that Thor's not attracted to. Right. Yeah. So... Pierce Bronson, number one, is the main takeaway from the movie. Yes. He's terrible. What are you talking about? He's terrible. What, what, he can't what do you sing. Mean? What, you so, liked him? Well, yeah. Why did, I didn't realize we were going to disagree here. I well, guess that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he pulled his weight. He pulled his weight. He pulled he his weight. could not. I could hear the auto-tune. What's your point? A lot of he can't a, sing. A lot of famous artists use auto tune. I mean, this T Pain would not have a career without auto tune. Okay, La La Land was bad enough; they okay. couldn't really sing. Right. Pierce Bronson took it to a whole new level of dumpster fire when it comes. To, if you're going to be in a musical, you need to be able to sing. I mean, should you though? Yeah, it's a musical. So it's songs carrying a tune. So, dude, this was in. in like the most big budget Maury episode, so okay, I mean it, it does not it, it does not matter, and which you know brings us back to the entire plot of the movie. Mm. Um, spoiler alert! Spoiler! Folks. Yeah. Uh, she still doesn't know who the who the father is. Oh my! Uh, she doesn't care. She wants all of them, all of them, to be her father. So, and Pierce Brosnan proposes to Meryl Streep. 20 years after, like, a, what, one-week fling? Mm-hmm. So. It just, it's, yeah, it's it's like Greece all over again. Like, at the the lesson Greece teaches young girls is if you're not, like, hip or cool or, like, easy enough, just change your whole personality. Yeah. So you can hang out with the greasers or whatever crowd you're trying to get in. Whatever. And then dry, drive off in a flying car. Yeah. Like, it was such a good lesson for us kids. Oh, yes, us, very us much. Greece. Very, very much. Which, by the way, it's bringing back a weird memory. I wish Andrew was here. Yeah. I did a rendition of Grease Lightning on their four-wheeler when we were out camping. 
I don't think I was there for that. I don't think you were either. No, because I would probably still be making fun of you if I yeah. saw that. Well, I'm telling you now. And no, I, I mean, would. I got into it. Like, standing on top of the floor. Grease lightning, go, grease lightning. I'm admitting my mistake. I've realized as a talk host, I have to tell all the dirty details as much as is allowed by the FCC. Damn you! Damn you! As much as allowed by the FCC. Of course. Right. And so I, I'm happy to admit mm-hmm. that uh, we watched Mamma Mia. I'm happy yeah. to admit that I loved Grease Light. I'm, I liked Rent. You didn't like Rent? As far as musicals yeah, Well, go? I mean, I can't really... I don't, I don't really have that much of an opinion on it. Oh, you're just lukewarm on it. <sighs> well, all the characters are just self-serving. Yeah. Yeah, and like... Well, in a South Park set, everybody has AIDS. Well, that was Team America. Oh, okay. Like, like Team America well, was like, everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, 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 Because one of the characters goes to see Rent in the Team America Well, movie. no, one of the characters was an actor in the musical <laughs> Rent. Right, right. It's like, Gary. Which, actually, if you look in the backstory of Rent, the guy wrote the musical because everybody he knew... Did have AIDS and then people dealing with that and now they live their lives in that regard and yeah. brought attention to it in a in a humanistic way. You made you understand the characters and the people. Yeah. But I, I understand that they don't pay their rent. Exactly. They're and squatters. They, and then they get mad. Yeah, they're dirty bums, squatters who don't pay their rent. And they're mad, at least in the movie version at Tay Diggs. No, he was in the real musical too. Really? Yeah, they're mad at him. Why? Because he's making them pay their rent? Right. And what's the deal, by the way? I saw this on the Book of Faces earlier today. And I'm not usually into this sort of stuff. Okay. I'm not usually upset at all. Right. But the sexiest man alive was named. It's Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton? Which, number one, I'm like, you could put Ryan Reynolds there again. But somebody pointed out it should have been Idris Elba. And after and seeing then, Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, I consider myself a straight man, but that's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Did you ever see The Wire? The Wire? I actually haven't watched that much. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's definitely a show um, that you watch the entire series once. Mm-hmm. Like, wait. I don't know, five, six, seven years later. Because the show is just so... So heavy. Yes. And it's so well written, so well acted. And it's just like a lot a lot of the show um you know deals with I mean it takes place in Baltimore and like they call it the wire because they're trying to, you know, basically uh take down like the drug kingpin in, in Baltimore. And like pretty much the only way they can do it is to get his lines wiretapped. And I, I have heard about the show, because, especially after all the stuff that happened in right. Baltimore with the riots, mm-hmm. um, that it was very accurate. They actually did source material from people who worked in that well, um, department. Well, my understanding is that actually the sh- uh, one of the show's creators uh, was a Baltimore police officer mm-hmm. for a bit. So, like, he, he brought that authenticity to it. And then also, like, the characters uh, that are portrayed in the show... Um, like just a very, very great job as far as character development 
and uh, dialogue and just like pointing out like these characters' flaws. Very cool. It sounds like something we're gonna binge watch. Yes, but I, I mean, get up on like it. I I will say it is very heavy. Um, like there, like there are quite a few episodes where it's just like. I don't want to watch this. Okay, but I see. I, I can't can, stop watching. I've it. been in the musical mood lately. Mark, right? And don't you have ABBA, ABBA, whatever, however it the hell it's said. ABBA, ABBA. Don't you have ABBA stuck in your head? Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yes. yes. I've been I've been listening to ABBA like, pretty much like pretty much all day. Oh wow, that's not healthy. No, it's not. And. Well, but here's so, here's the bad thing for me. Right. Is every time one of these accusers for Roy Moore comes out, or this Al Franken thing mm-hmm. that came out today, yeah. or just anything that's coming, Louis C.K., um, yeah. like, what, I'm trying to take it seriously. Right. Like, let's, until something else, John, let's, let's listen to the accuser, let's hear the story, a lot of, like... Lucy K admitted it's all true. Yeah. So let's listen to these women coming forward. I and also listen to the young men coming forward. By the way, that guy, Alan something, who at wait, first wait. accused Spacey. Yeah. Isn't Anthony, Rent. Anthony Rapp. Anthony Rapp. Anthony, Anthony Rapp. He came Rapp. Terry Crews. Uh also uh Really? Yeah, he he got no, like he was like groped. He Terry Crews Terry was groped. Terry Crews. The guy does his pecs all the time in the Old Spice commercial. Pa 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 power. Yeah, that guy. Who groped him? Uh, some uh, some big shot agent at William Morris Endeavors. Um, he actually was. Wow. Yeah, Terry Crews was actually on uh, Good Morning America talking about it. Wow, because uh, you would think these folks that prey on people, like there is a little bit of like a size factor that comes into things. Yeah, but also, also it's a power. Power thing and too. That agent had the true power there. In yes, that situation. yes. Because Terry's worried about his career. Yeah, ter- and also Terry, like, because he also set out these like series of tweets, and I, I think it was like talking about it too, like on Good Morning America. I j- I didn't watch the clip. I just like read the little the write up. Ec- yeah, it. the write up on it. Well, and so all these things are very serious, right? Uh, they, they should be taken seriously. Of course, yes. Uh, I'll see with the Roy Moore thing. My knee-jerk reaction is that it, some of it is true. Um, not Maybe not every little detail. I mean... Though he's denying it fervently, and a lot of supporters for him are denying it. So, as far as I'm concerned, I've checked out of politics. Like, I keep up with what mm-hmm. I consider important things. Right. But all these accusers keep coming out. Yeah. And instead of thinking seriously, and I try to be, and I try to be respectful, I just keep hearing, like, ABBA songs coming to my head, like, Mamma Mia starts, or something like that. It's it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all for me. No, it's, it's incredibly not healthy. Yeah, like, for instance, this song, I'm reading a Roy Moore story. About these girls at the mall, and this song comes on. And I'm like, this is straight up. The name of the song is Does Your Mother Know? So hot, teasing me. Can't take a chance on a chick like you. Can't take a chance on a chick like you. 
And and also like another thing too about the whole war war situation, it's like I didn't realize that oh that meant a oh, girl, you're only a child. Oh. That's you think it's funny? Does your mother know that you're out? Whoa, whoa, whoa. way too close to home, whoa. Abba. Way too close to home. Whoa. And it's just weird when that happens. And, like, I'm trying to take this seriously. But anyway, you were saying about the whole situation. Yeah, no, um, I didn't realize that Matthew McConaughey's character in Days and Confused was based off of Roy Moore. <laughs> all right, all, all right, right, all right. right. Oh, wow. So, so that's... And again, these are allegations. Allegations, though, but, allegations, know, allegations, oh. of course. Wait, and this is... Take it easy. Does your mother know? Take it easy. Wow. And that song has been stuck in my head pretty much all day. Does your mother know? Well, Roy claims I did on the girls he dated. He always Uh, asked permission. Which, uh, I mean, come on, man. If you have to ask the parents permission, like when you're 30... 32. Maybe you should. Well, let's give him. He, he wasn't 40 yet. He wasn't yet a man. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the phones. Go blind here. Newstock, who's this? You're on there. Yes. Hello, Joey. This is Stella, and I have something to say about Mamma Mia. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Yay. Yeah. So, Mamma Mia, I'm glad it finally it is the happiest jam music ever. I mean, it's you can't ever be too happy. And I have I did notice that, Stella, yeah. that when I'm sitting there watching the Red and Fuzzy Big Booty Boot of Mr. Gimley do his business out in the backyard right. I had the ABBA on in my headphones and I was like, This is I am so happy right now. Take yeah. a chance, take a chance. Exactly. Chance. And when you're feeling down, if you listen to ABBA music, it just brings you up, does it not? I mean it's it, it, it really does. It your spirit, and it's happy. And also, you know, when you get together with your friends, I mean, when I go back to London and visit my friends and we all get together, you know, like your buddy Jonathan, you've known him since kindergarten. Yeah. I have friends that I've known since I was three years old. We get together no matter what problems everybody has or things that are getting you down. We get together and listen to music and listen to ABBA, and it's just wonderful. It's just happy. And I think everybody, even if you're a rocker or you like classical or whatever kind of music you like, yeah. ABBA is the music to listen to because it's happy and you can never be too happy. I Don't love you agree? It. I do agree. And you actually, uh, Stella, you led me right to how I think we can actually unite the nation and the state. ABBA. Listen to ABBA. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, but we need to go a step further because just listening to ABBA, it might work on a personal basis, individual, individual. You know, maybe I could play right. some over these airwaves and somebody will get a little pep in their step. And uh, it'll be something that might work in a little way. But here's what needs right. to happen. Here's what needs to happen. Despite all the allegations, despite all the bad blood across the political right. aisle, I want to see... Roy Moore 
and Doug Jones, maybe have a cameo appearance by Mitch McConnell, the jive turkey of the Senate. Maybe even Donald Trump gets in on the action. And it's going to be huge, huge, huge. And yep. and and I want, <laughs> what I want them to do is I want them to put aside their differences, and I want them to put on. Abba. Abba. No, I want them to perform Mamma Mia the musical together. Exactly. All would, of them. That would be hysterical, and that would be good, and that would be funny. And I think think it would change them. Yeah, it I would think so. It would make things better, definitely. Well, and as far as, yeah, that's a great idea. If you can do it, go ahead and do it. Okay, well, thank you for the call, Stella. <laughs> thank you so much. And, yeah, she led me right there. And also, every time, like, a new accuser comes up like I you know refreshed the drudge report or Google News right. or something right it ends up this comes on like Mario after he falls in lava or hits his head I'm not saying it's correct folks I'm not saying this makes any sense it's just what's been happening in my life Well, Jonathan, we got to hit a quick break here. All right, sounds great. All right, folks. I don't know what this is, but we're having fun. Break it down. If you want to join in, Welcome back. Now, in this political Mama Mia production, right? This would be Doug Jones. Yes. No, Roy Moore has the Does Your Mother Know. know. Mm-hmm. Doug Jones at this point is like, hey, take a chance on me. I, I don't know completely what I stand for. And I'm not saying that out of ignorance. I went to his, like, I don't question the guy's values. Right. But I went to his website, and, like, as a libertarian, I have some things in common with some Democrats. Right. I'm like, how is Doug on the drug war? How is Doug on foreign policy and, I think, unnecessary wars? Mm -hmm. Um, How is Doug on national surveillance and the NSA. These sort of issues that you see like Ram Paul or Mike Lee reaching across the aisle with somebody like Ron Wyden. Will it be at least that type of Democrat? I didn't see anything on the damn webpage. He talks about health care. He talks about more money for education. He talks about a few little things in criminal justice reform, like wanting to keep the sentencing Trump rescinded. But it's, it's like, man, I'm trying to find something I love about him. But in politics, the job isn't to prove yourself a saint. The job is to show that the other guy is more of a sinner than you are. And unfortunately, that is, uh, that's not good. No, and the, well, in his priorities page, he says, I want to bring integrity back to Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one guy is going to get elected for about two years. He's going to bring integrity back to D.C. Yeah, baby. (laughs) 
nothing against you, Doug. Oh, that is so uh, ridiculous. Like, I'm not a politician, <sighs> obviously. You're obviously not, but he's and, not being accused of anything. But. Right, yeah. But that's 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 up there on the list of naive yeah. naive statements. Well, and Doug Jones is no idiot. He was a U.S. attorney. Right, yeah. And he did some great things uh, as a tenure, but... Like, it's the overstatement. I'm so tired of these folks, whether Democrats or Republicans, going, we're going to unify the country. We're going to bring decency back to our land. And we're going to do that by demonizing those people who are being too divisive. I'm the uniter. They're the divider. Well, that's why everybody in the freaking Congress, including Donald Trump, needs to get together and say, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on me. Uh, and just do a musical number. It can be from Mamma Mia. It can be from Rent. It can be from Cats, even though I hate Cats. Take La La oh, Land, even though Moonlight cats. really won. Uh, like, anything. Just take some joyful musical. Mm-hmm. Step out. You can do it in your suits, if you like. But just let your hair down and have some fun. Give the people something that we can say we're all normal, weird, normal and weird. We all, I don't even know where I'm going with this. It's just, I'm so frustrated with politics. There needs to be a change to the guard in some way. And it's not by voting somebody new in. It's about, well, having some fun and learning to make friends with people that you've learned or been taught, been trained to disdain for years because you've been fighting over political power over one another. Yeah. And yeah. I think ABBA can do that. ABBA can. Yeah. ABBA is the one unifier. And also, ABBA spelled backwards is ABBA. That is awesome. Yes. Let's go back to the phones, 272-9228, and talk to Master Thesbian. Hello, gentlemen. Greetings and hallucinations to all. Hello. Hello. And I, wanted, I wanted to jump in on the ABBA love fest. It's whenever I'm down, whenever I'm blue, that's where I go. Because it's always, it, it, it puts a spring in your step and a smile in your heart. And, uh, you know, the, the musical Mamma Mia is still running on Broadway. It's been there for, what, 12 years now? A long time. Yeah, it's a it's a fairly popular musical. Um, yeah, and because it's something you can go to and, and enjoy. It's, yeah. it's fun. Wait, what other bands, Master Thespian, do you think deserve their own musical or artist? Like, one we were coming up with, we came up with Queen. Yes. Somebody needs to make a musical based on the music of Queen. That's going to be us. Yeah, we're going to write that. There's so many movies that implement, use Queen songs as part of the plot of the show. It'd be easy to make a Queen musical, I think. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I was going to bring up uh, the movie Across the Universe. Um, oh, yes. One of my favorites. Yeah, which was a whole bunch of Beatles music, you know, and it kind of like in the same vein as like a Mamma Mia, where yeah. Yeah. the songs progressed the plot of the movie, and the songs well, that were chosen were like, like well... Yeah. When they're in college, for instance, I get by with a little help from my friends. I yeah. get high with a little help from my friends. With my friends. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just, I've yeah. always loved yeah. that song, especially the Joe Cocker version. Oh, God. Well, the, yeah. the funny part about that movie is that she picked songs from the particular years, songs that the Beatles had from, you know, like 62 were at the beginning of the movie. And then by the time they got to 1970, they were doing the song from the, the later Beatles catalog. It was just, it was, it's a cool movie. Uh, a little out there, a little weird at times. Um, there's, 
there's one part where a cheerleader is singing, I want to hold your hand. want to hold your hand to one of her fellow cheerleaders. That was the moment in the movie where we all went, what? <laughs> Wait, um, there again, are lesbians in the 60s! <laughs> yeah! But it was, yeah, but it was, it was funny. It was a funny moment the way they did it. That was like, okay, yeah. I, I get that. It was a subtle um, little touch. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think ELO, somebody should make a, oh. uh, a musical based on ELO's music. You know? That is yes. a good idea. That is a very you know, good... Yeah, they did uh, Xanadu uh, years ago. Um, they did the movie, and then they did a, a, a Broadway show with some of Yellow's music, but it was, you know, it didn't, didn't go over too well. It was a little weird. Yeah. yeah. And, but, uh, yeah. and The Who did did have the rock opera. Tommy, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Tommy was great. Yeah. Well, Master Thespian, uh, uh, do you think I could make this happen? I, how much money am I going to have to pay these politicians? I just want to see... Doug Jones and Roy Moore dancing together, and maybe they'll share like a stage kiss. Well, Matt, let's make it a constitutional amendment. Yes. You know, where every Ooh. year, every year, they have to put on a musical, and the, the Democrats and Republicans have to work together in order to do it. Hear thee, hear thee, Mandatory. I call the convention of states. Yeah, it would be fun. It, it would it'd be so bad, it would be good. You know? Exactly. I just want <laughs> to see these great. people lighten up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Anyway, I've been anyway. doing the show. Gentlemen, carry on and continue to edify us and entertain us. All right, thank you, Melissa. Thank you, thank you. And let's go back to the phones and talk to Amanda. Ooh. Hey, buddy. Oh, hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, I'm, I'm actually driving and your show is on. That's awesome. Oh, very cool. How you doing? Um, I've been better. How are you, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm fantastic because I have ABBA. I mean, this is the whole point. ABBA is getting you through the day? Yeah, no, it's helped uh, my roommates and I really... It, it was just... I have an extra pep in my step. I'm feeling plucky, jaunty. Any other yeah, there's, number there's, I can get down with some ABBA. I mean, I couldn't get down with it like five days out of the week, but I could understand. I could pick up what you're throwing down, sure. Oh, no, it's only been like today and then when we watched yeah. Mamma Mia. Yeah. I, if we did it all, it would be like when they... At Gitmo, they played Raspberry Beret. Love Raspberry Beret. But yeah. Raspberry Beret at mind-boggling levels over and over again, it's a little, that is torturous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, can you imagine, like, if they actually, you know, in, like, some black off-site, like, they would play that over and over, like, somebody would Take a die, chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Where is the bomb? Take a chance, take a chance. So, what's up? This is actually the first, well, this isn't the first time we've talked together, but the first time we've talked together on the show. Um, I've been a little, like, out of the pocket for the last, Three hours. What's up, Roy Moore? He's, he's not. He's not backing down. No, he's not backing down at all. One thing. Did you see what came out on Sylvester Stallone today? Ooh, I, saw I that. did. And the outbringing thing. Yeah. I mean, nobody's safe anymore. I mean, I, look. You sound like a solid dude. Can't say the same about Rosie and Maybe not even Dan Morris. But if everybody like just like went back and just. He's reversed their whole catalog of library. Somebody's probably done something that was unforward to some female. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had some blackout drunk nights, and so yeah, sure. like I worry about that. Like, right. what happened? What trips me out though is like, why are all these all these like people coming? Why are they coming out now? It's like, did you guys really think that they weren't going to uh, think about? Oh, we're going to pull one over. They're never, they're never going to leave. Like, say that. Oh, you know, they're not going to say. Why is it coming out now? I mean, you know, it's a really hard thing. I think for women to to share that story with anybody. I think somebody followed up on a lead. As you well know, that um, that was kind of a, the known thing in that town. But 
you know what I love about these people, these holy rollers? Mm-hmm. As soon as you start saying this stuff, it's, it's at the moment where, you know, it all keeps crumbling, crumbling down, maybe. I don't know. Well, and they, people that put them up themselves up as pious, there are some people yeah. that are pious and, and straightforward and straight-laced, but... Um, when I think what's going on, Amanda, is the usual partisan uh, politics. Like, they just don't like Democrats. And beyond, I was saying just a second ago, I looked at Doug Jones' page trying to yeah. find it where I have in common with him because I have a lot in common with some Democrats. As and he has nothing on foreign policy or the issues I care about. It kind of surprised me. Maybe he's trying to... What, 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 what? Oh well, Roy answered one question of mine. I'm not voting for either, <laughs> but Roy did answer the question on surveillance pretty well, and civil yeah. asset forfeiture and these things. Well, and look, I mean, I know that you think that I'm way far left and whatever, but I heard something the other day. And actually, you you would find the answer to it. They said if Jeff Sessions became the write-in candidate, which Let's talk about this in a second, because I think there's this whole conspiracy. They're trying to get more and more out of it. Put Sessions back as the senator because he's like Alabama's native famous son or something. Yeah. But if he loses, he can ever run as a Republican again or something? Is that true? Uh, no, it's if you lose in a primary, it's a uh-huh. sore loser law. If you lose in a primary, you can't run again in the general as an independent or as a write-in. Or you okay. can't run ever again. If you try to run as a third party or write-in, if you lost a Republican primary or a Democrat primary, and then you cannot ever run again under that party's banner. And it's part of how super, the, the parties are restricting easy. access. Um, Great. And Amanda, our connection's a little uh, choppy here. Oh, is it bad? Oh, my gosh. I have Sprint. People don't get Sprint. Tell me if you can hear me now, though, because I just, to, I just wanted to say one more thing, if you can hear me. If it's bad, though, we'll hang out. Uh, terrible. All right, I'll talk to you later. I love you, bro. Awesome, uh, Joe. Bye. Thanks, thanks, Amanda. Yeah, I'd, yeah, half of what you were saying, uh, I wasn't catching. But, uh, yeah, it's... <sighs> the politics ruins everything. It really does. It does. It just makes people that otherwise might be friends, or just, you know, acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Really loathe one another. Now you've served. Yeah, you were in the Navy for how many years? Uh, about eight years. Did politics ever create bad blood between service members? Uh, I mean, for me now, hmm. uh, uh, not not necessarily for me. Um, like if there was like politics coming up, like it'd be like good nature, like good natured ribbing on each other but yeah. I mean like yeah. like nothing nothing to the point where it was like I hate you right. yeah um, well cause you're you're serving a common cause you're on the same team well well yeah that and it's like you know each other yeah like anyways right. so I mean it's like if if that's the thing that you disagree on then oh okay well <laughs> <laughs> Tough look. Did you ever have a USO show when you were on tour? Oh my goodness, no! Because where where I was at, like the USOs weren't where I was at. Mm. So I was like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I was like, ah. How would you have felt though if you had been like, oh, we've got a USO show coming, and it's Al Franken? Oh, uh, I mean, I probably would have gone. Won. Yeah, I mean, I would have gone. I probably would have enjoyed it. Maybe. Stuart I mean, Smalley. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, like that doesn't really bother me. Like, apparently, it bothers like a lot of other veterans. Hmm. Um, 
because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they're they're there to entertain you. They're there to get your mind off of what's going on. Right. And if they can do that for like an hour, they did their job. Yeah, that's so, a huge and, thing. And, and like, they don't have to come out there. Right. To begin with, like, they don't have to. They do it because they want to. Um. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like that's my two cents on that. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. we have another call here. Okay. Uh, News talk. Who's this? You're on the air. This is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. What's up, man? How you doing? Your your stomach all right after last night? Oh uh, yeah, my muffler's a little mad at me. <clears throat> all right, cool. Hey, you know Abba? Yeah. Frida. She's the dark-haired lady. Uh huh. Look up the video that she's done after she left Abba. And she does it by herself. It's something about her. She's looking for her husband, and she's watching her husband. What's the name of that video? Uh, if anybody doesn't yeah. know, you go home and look it up, and you watch it. You're going to go like, oh, I love that song. Yeah, okay. Well, there's you're something going me. on. Yeah, That's there's it. There's something going on. Okay. There's something yeah. going on. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have to look that up later. That's a great one, man. Y'all have a good night, man. All right, you, you too. too. Well, what are we going to do when we go home? Watch some wrestling? Oh, yes. Yeah, we haven't caught up on SmackDown yet. Yeah, no, we have not. So uh, nobody spoil it for us. Survivor Series is coming up. Whew. I'm pumped for that. And then WWE's coming into town. On January 8th? Yeah. That is official? Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. That is going to be quite the show. I'm glad it's the SmackDown crew. I hope uh, oh, yeah, me too. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are there and do something. They should be there. And I'm interested in what they're going to do at Survivor Series because they're not on uh, the team. I think that they are going to screw Team SmackDown. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. They are going to screw over Team SmackDown uh, and because they should have been on the team and... That thing is going to continue. No, but the, those two Canadians are the oh, best heels ever. Oh, God. It's, and they're French Canadians, too. I am from Montreal. It's like, hey, we, we, we are from Canada, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we speak oh. the French. Well, and again, folks, tomorrow night, uh, I've been promoting it all week. Simo, headed by J.D. Simo, S-I-M-O. Uh, Simo is going to be here. We're going to do a little interview. Uh, talk about what they've seen traveling the world, traveling the country, and their new album, Rise and Shine, is top-notch. Uh, I think they might even play a song or two here oh, in the that'd studio. Be, that'd be really neat. This guy can play, man. He can. He can, because, yeah, I remember the other day you were like, hey, let's hey, let's look up this Sino guy yeah. on YouTube. And uh, so we looked him up, and he was, like, really good. He's remarkable. Like, he's an excellent guitarist so i'm very excited again I'm six impressed. to seven tomorrow night folks six to seven i uh, don't think there's going to be enough time for that no well and then they have a show afterwards uh, and we'll be talking about that tomorrow night too i'll be going to that i'm actually oh. announcing the band never done that before wow yeah, moving be. on up in the world i know am i getting too big for my britches my head well yeah yeah i think i'm not yeah. that special now i, I mean, try to make that clear i'm just a fool but anyway Let's go back to the phones. News talk. You're on the air. Who's this? Hey, hey Joey. It's Lee. What's up? How you doing, man? Pretty good, Lee. Uh, I didn't catch the other fellow's name. I wanted to thank him for his service, though. Jonathan is mine. Yes. Remember. Jonathan. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate your service. Not a problem at all. <laughs> um, I had a quick question, too. I know you're uh, 
shows on Silver, but uh, I totally missed the date. Were, were you going to have Ed Klein on your show? No, I think that's going to be on Dan's show. Do you have any idea what the date is? No, I, I don't. Okay. I mean, we already did interview him for his new book. He, we're going to try to have him back, Those things break. That's the one I was looking I guess I missed it. That gummit. Okay. okay. Uh, and the other side of that is uh, this uh, Al Franken thing. Not you know, I'm not a liberal. You know that. And some issues we don't agree on, some we do. Um, but do you, do you find that at some point, when are some of these women that are, you know, the hue and cry of the sexual assault, uh, take some of the ownership? And I'm not saying it's ever right when they're uh, assaulted if they're treated a certain way. But, you know, this lady with Al Franken is making the accusations against Al Franken. You know, she came up using her sexuality. And, you know, if you, you put yourself in a position, you know, the, the guy wrote a skit where he had to kiss her. Why didn't you just say, I'm not doing that skit? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I hear you. And there are ways to prevent things. But Franken, she told him no several times. And from what her story claims, is he, like, grabbed her and forcibly kissed her. Like it wasn't. Okay, there wasn't much, that part. That's what yeah, there wasn't much out. choice in the matter. Um, okay, I, I think there is uh, some element to the sort of the. It's what Camille Paglia talks about the taking ownership. If a guy does that to you, kick him in the pills. Like, and right. I, I mean, I think women are generally worried about the like men just overpowering them, uh, or right, men right. With and I power. In this case, this woman was more worried about you know the entertainment business and what Franken's ties were, but. Um, yeah, that yeah it was but that, I don't that know very thing you're saying though. You know what? That's exactly what I'm saying. And that instead of taking ownership of the situation, it, it, I understand if you're living with someone abusive and they're beating you. But if someone does something, you know, puts their hands on you, you, know, you have to decide what's it worth. Is it worth standing for yourself, or are you going to lay down and wait for an opportunity to expose the person, but still go on your merry way? You, you see what I'm saying? I just. Well, and I think I people know, are going to be spot. speaking up more often now, given some changes that have happened culture. But I appreciate the call, man. We're out of time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. And, man, what a show. The hour goes fast. It does. <laughs> Joe, is this the song of the day? This is. Thank you for listening, folks. This has been the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Join me tomorrow night with Simo. There's no regret. If I